this thing working? Give me some sound over here. Yeah. The Out of Bounds Show is powered by the award-winning golf courses at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club in Philadelphia, Mississippi. Let's uh, let's talk some college football. Coaching hires, good ones, bad ones, buddy hires, and uh, maybe ranking some staffs with Dave Bartu at CFB Matrix on Twitter. He joins us on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. You're listening to ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And the show is brought to you by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. And, of course, the Ram Trucks at MacHike and Flowood, MacHikeFlowood.com. Dave Bartu, good morning. How are you, dude? Dude, Turd Burglar, what you up to, man? <laughs> well, I've been following you on Twitter, and, you know, you're, you've been very active as of late, and um, which is good. You cracked me up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you uh, you know, the, the tweet about, about buddy hires, I thought was great. I love that buddy hires, uh, going to hire my buddy. And, uh, we still see a lot of that in, in coaching, uh, which I think I know is a head scratcher for you and, and a lot of people. And, um, I know how much you love a buddy hire, don't you? Oh, best available buddy, right? <laughs> um, yeah, no, well, part of it, I'm learning it. It's, it, there's actually two parts to it, Bo. That I, that I think that right now, uh, in my limited ventures into the staff search and hiring world, um, there's two things involved with the buddy hire uh, that, that guys haven't been able to overcome yet. Number one is just simply lack of time. Lack of time. So National Signing Day is what? Third week of December? Yeah. When's everybody get fired? Fourth week, of, third, fourth week in November. Mm-hmm. So head head coaches are coming in December one. National signing days in three weeks. So if you're a head coach, isn't it? I mean, one of the first things is time. You don't if you're not prepared enough for this. Okay, you don't have time. You need to have your guys ready to roll coming out the gate. And so if you haven't done your homework, if you're not prepared enough to get the best guy available, you're going to get your best buddy available because that's easy, right? It's, it's one step forward, but for three steps back usually, because your, your, your best buddy usually is never going to be the best guy available. Um, so, but it's time is one of the big issues. The other issue is fear. Um, because of the unknown. Well, I know this guy's really good, but I don't know him. How's he going to fit in here? Dude, you're the CEO, right? You ever hear the, 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 the CEO of, of any, any company, major company go, man, I don't, I don't really want the best available, <laughs> right? Because I don't know how it's going to fit the culture of my company. Right. You know, could you, could you, you know, it's, it's, it's no different than stuff in your backyard. Well, look at your business, right? Um, you know, do I do I hire a the a guy that I know to be my producer, even if he's not very good, or do I just go get the best available and get Blake, right? So, um, I, I, that's kind of a small microcosm of it, but I think those are the two biggest things: are, are time and fear. And probably while I'm thinking about it, the other one is 
simply this is the way it's always been done, mm-hmm. right? This is always the way it's been done. Everybody hires their buddies because they're out of time. Every a lot of guys hire hire guys because out of fear, um, and so there's there's coaches. Coaches need to break out of that pattern, and that's what we do, right? We're here to shake things up. We're here to make it different. We're here to take away that fear. We're here to not worry about the time because we got it handled for you. So that's that's a big key for what we do in trying to change college football is eliminate those fears and reduce that time crunch to be able to manage it. But ultimately, most hires, when you go, oh, man, why do you hire his buddy? Time and fear. Time and time fear. And that and makes fear. sense. Dave Bartu on the Out of Bounds Show. Why do you think some coaches are listening now? I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, some of it, most of it's out of necessity, right? You know, you know, the saying, you know, uh, invention or necessity is the mother of invention. A lot of the guys that get a hold of us, see, we don't get a hold of our clients. That's the, that's one of the most interesting patterns that we've found is we don't get a hold of them. They find us. We don't see, we, we would love to seek them out, right? I mean, I would love to, to be working for Mississippi State in the SEC West only. I love that, right? I mean, I can call Mike Leach right now. I've got his number. We can call, you know, you and I, heck, we can, we can, we can conference call Cohen in right now. Ain't going to do any good. They find us. And so the pattern is not only do they find us, but usually when they find us, they're in a point of inflection, a point of need, right? I, I need your help for something. Not, not our whole package of business, this particular problem. You know, I'm having a really hard time filling or finding the right guy for this coordinator position, or I don't know what to do about this, or I don't know what to do about that, or I've I'm, I'm, got a time crunch. Can you help me? And so I think what breaks guys away from the fear and doing the same thing over and over is the necessity to try something different, okay? It's just like pain. 
You know, you're old. I'm old. Pain, aches and pains pop up. You know, I've, we've seen it time and again. A lot of people won't try different therapies, different treatments for pain. But eventually, something kicks them over where the pain's so bad, they have to try something new. So I really believe that it's an element of pain or something that is pushing a coach to go, oh, dude, I don't want to call bar two. I've never talked to this guy. Don't know exactly what they do, but maybe they can help me. I'm so desperate for something. Maybe they can help me. And then when they call and we walk through it, it's like, well, that was easy. Right. Of course it was. I've been doing this a long time. You know, it's not scary. You know, fear is lack of education. And that's our big, that's our biggest problem is how do we educate everybody on what we do? Um, even though we're not trying to work for everybody, we're only trying to work for 20, 20 schools. That's it. Our cap is 20. Well, once we, once we hit it, once we get a team in the SEC West, nobody else gets us. That's it. So, you know, it, 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 but the biggest thing is that lack of information. Once people know how to do things or how it works, there's less fear. And it's not just in college football. It's just everyday life. Right. I, and why are people scared of guns? Right. Same or, thing. Lack of lack of understanding. CBD, right? so, medical marijuana. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, all these things, yeah. right? It's, it's lack of understanding. Absolutely. Your fear is reduced as you are educated. Yeah. Day bar two on the out of bounds show. All right, tell me how you you do like why is um, why is the Florida defensive line coach um, considered one of the best defensive line coaches in college football? Why is the wide receiver coach at Oklahoma State considered one of the best wide receivers coaches in in college football? Uh, obviously, the Miami Hurricanes made several A-type hires in both coordinator positions. What, what, give me the criteria, the metrics. Um, no, I am not going to give it all to you. And even if I could, it would be a tidal wave of information. Okay. It really is. So, so, so for example, let's start with the Florida defensive line coach. You saw, you saw our tweet. This is the number one rated defensive line coach in the Southeast, okay? Now, there's two parts to our analysis for a guy, coaching aspect and the recruiting aspect. So when we're talking coaching, we're just talking about on-field results. Now, how we got to that grade, uh, my partner and I, Adam, at Matrix Analytical, we spent the last six years creating a database of 12 years of graded coaches, okay? So it's just over, we, we individually graded just over 16,800 coaches by year since 2009, every single one of them. I can tell you the special teams coach every year at Georgia State since 2009 and his grade and every school like that. That's incredible. And so, you know, now the subjective part is what metrics are we using to grade these guys? Right. You know, if it's a defensive line coach, are you, are you grading havoc and sacks and uh, tackles for loss and, and, you know, stops at the line of scrimmage and, and all of these things. And, and we've tried to come up with the best metrics to analyze on field performance. This has, you know, I've had guys get back to me and go, Oh, how, he doesn't even, you know, he doesn't send a lot of guys to the NFL. I don't care. I don't care if he doesn't send any, if his defensive line has the number one, yards per rush against it for the last six years. I don't care if none of them go to the NFL. I care about on-field performance at the college football level, coaching, the scheme, period. 
So when we look at the Florida coach, uh, the defensive line coach, you take all of his metrics and how long he's been coaching, and you run the numbers on him, the talent he has, the talent against, he's the number one grade in the Southeast. And so that's how, that's how we have – there's 1,430 headsets in college football right now, okay? Uh, 11 per team, right? 130 teams. Um, and so each guy has a grade, and that's how we – that's the 50,000-foot level of how we come up with the numbers. To replicate it, it would probably take somebody four to six years to just even come close to where we're at. Then we'd have to compare notes. <laughs> Dave Bartu on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, all right, let's switch gears. Yeah. Uh, and if you, you rolled out a theory, um, I don't know, it was a decade or so ago, on okay. who, who you would draft as far as NFL college quarterbacks going into the NFL, right? Mm. And yep. it's been very successful. You don't hit all the time, but your hit rate is really good. Yes. And so walk our list as Blake and I are going to be in Vegas for the NFL draft. We're all excited about it. People are talking about Matt Corral at Ole Miss, Kenny Pickett at Pitt, Malik Willis at Liberty, among others. Bartu, I think you've got three in particular that that you hit on, three points. Um, yes. Give them to our listeners real quick as, as another NFL draft is around the corner. Right. Okay. So uh, when you're looking at the potential of an NFL quarterback, uh, number one is, well, it's not number one, no particular order. Okay. Uh, did they start minimum 24 games, minimum 24 games? Um, that is, that is really critical to this whole equation. Uh, guys who start less than 24 games that make it in the NFL, their names are Cam Newton. And so far, Mac Jones because Mac only started 13 games total. Um, the, next, uh, the next aspect, how long have they been in the system? Juniors and seniors. You get guys that leave early, I don't want anything to do with them. Nothing to do with them. If they're, gonna, if they're juniors, did they start for three straight years? You know, I, I, I really like seniors, guys who have just been sitting there learning the entire time. Um, and then the last aspect is did – their team, while they were quarterback, perform above expectations. Kind of like coaching effect. I call it quarterback effect. Uh, because a lot of times you'll get this really good quarterback that comes to a program, and for two, three, four years, that program is awesome. And then they go back to being crap. And then you realize, oh, this head coach actually isn't very good. He just had an NFL quarterback in charge for a year that elevated – Southern Miss to an awesome record and got me a huge payout at North Carolina. So uh, those are the three big things that you look at. And this draft class is full of them. It is full of these guys. So, I mean, everybody's down on this draft class, right? Everybody. Everybody says, oh, this is weak. It's bad. You know, um, and I tweeted out something, I think, was it last April? that I said that this draft class is going to win more games in the NFL than 2021, which was hyped to high hell. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, you know, you talked about Malik Willis. Is he a senior? Blake, is Malik Willis a senior? I think he is. 
Has he been in the system a really long time? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he played for free for a did, while. Did, did, right. Did how how good did Liberty perform under him versus previous Liberty? Oh, big time, big time. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. Right. It, it's 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 not about the name or where they come from. Is do you check the boxes? You know. Now, one of the things that's very helpful is: Are you going to be drafted in the first four rounds? Because guys that get drafted round five, six, seven, even if they check all the boxes, they just may not have the physical talent, or they have it all, but they're drafted so low they never get a shot. They're just not they're not paying them enough to give them an opportunity. So God knows how many good quarterbacks have been washed through the system just because they didn't get a chance. Look at Kurt Warner. Finally got his chance. You know, look at my backyard. Herbert, he only got a chance because everybody in front of him got hurt. And he ended up starting as a freshman. Never handed it back over again. But if nobody gets hurt, he'd have never seen the field. You know, he'd be at Home Depot with Kurt Warner as well. <laughs> Actually, he'd be more than that because he, he, was, he was a you know 4.0 plus bioscience major. So he's just a freak athlete, freak brain. But you, you get what I'm saying. Sure. Right? Sure. You know, it's this whole, we're the university of blah. Dude, nobody's the university of any position. That's stupid. Right. I mean, how many of these guys would have made it on their physical skills, no matter where they went to school? It didn't sure. matter if it was Alabama or Alabama State or South Alabama. Guess what? Dude, Davis is still going to be 6'5". Davis is still going to be 340, and Davis is still going to run a 3'8", and he'd still get picked in the you know top five of the draft, no matter where he went to school. So, uh, yeah, a lot of it has to do with chance. But when you're looking at the quarterbacks, look at those three things. Elevation of program, longevity in the program, um, you know, how many starts they had and at, at what level are they leaving from, you know, give me, right. the, give me the old guy that has a lot of experience that elevated his program. And there's a lot of those in this draft. All right. So Pickett Corral, uh, Willis is a senior. Right? Look at, look at Pickett, Pickett. They're all three seniors. Pitt. The only one right? I wasn't They're sure about seniors, was Willis. Right. Matt Corral's a senior. Did Matt elevate Ole Miss? Oh, hell yeah. Hell uh, Pickett's it's, 24. Right? I mean, that guy shouldered everything. I mean, he was basically an NFL quarterback from the standpoint of when he walked out of the tunnel, he knew the entire game was on his shoulders. No doubt. Every Saturday. No doubt. Every, I want that. If he, if he doesn't have an injury history, I want that guy. Yeah. Right? Pickett shouldered everything because that defense was hot trash at Pitt. Horrible. <laughs> you know, you're talking about a team that recruits in the high 40s. And look, I know the ACC – doesn't have great talent i know they don't have great coaches either but that dude shouldered everything that's why i like this draft you know even the guys farther down the line purdy and 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 some of these you know uh what is it howell at at north carolina again trash defense you know And, and so that's why i really like this draft everybody's down on it but there's so many guys that check the boxes that have been there forever that have gone through it all, that elevated their program, this is going to be the ultimate litmus test of, of my theory uh, from the standpoint of if these guys win more games, I'm just, I might have to mic drop on this and just not talk about it again because this will probably be the best one ever. Okay. So you like all three um, according to um, your NFL QB criteria. Right. From a risk standpoint, I think they're excellent risks. Yeah, sure. You know, I, you know what I've drafted all those guys over, like, let's say, a Trey Lance who started, what, 14 games at FCS, what's, it, what's you know, who knows where? <laughs> yeah. In a, in a heartbeat. 
right? Um, would you would you, know, you uh, draft all three guys over um, Justin Fields? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I definitely would have over Fields as well because yeah. now Fields started a good number of games, um, and he's been through the system quite a bit, but he didn't elevate Ohio State. Right now, right. you. you, you Everybody listens going, Dave, it's Ohio State. They recruit awesome. Exactly. Don't go to school there to be an NFL quarterback. There will I be mean, exceptions for our listeners. There will be exceptions right. just like in everything that Bartu and I discuss. But if yeah, you look there, at since Bartu dropped this, whatever it was, 10, 11, 12 years yeah. ago, it's, it's, it makes a lot of sense. You know, start a lot of games, be a redshirt junior or a senior, well, look at these three guys. I mean, I think Pickett's 24, Corral's a senior, Willis is a senior. I mean, Bartu's loving this, and they all performed above expectations. I mean, that, Dude, that's was, some pretty – was my number one guy in, what was it, 2017? I told you. I told you who, who it was. Who, who, who was the – was it 17 or 16? Dak Prescott. That had the best, the best quarterback effect. Look at Dak Prescott. Yeah. Best quarterback effect. Did he elevate the program? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Right? Right? Did he elevate the program? Um, was he there forever? Yes, yeah. he's a senior. Did he start more than 24 games? Yes. Was he not <clears> – <throat> I forgot about this part. Was he not with an elite recruiter? Okay? Yeah, you're going to get your, your Burroughs. You're going to get your Matt Staffords. Look, QB number one, first round, first pick. Throw those guys out. They're freaks. Okay? We're talking about everybody after that. Dak Prescott more than checked out all the boxes. But he was, he was still fourth round. He still needed a shot. Right. Mm -hmm. And again, injuries got 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 him up there, but all the boxes were checked. And so nobody should have been surprised when he did well. Really shouldn't have. You know, we talked about it on your show. That was that was top guy in that draft and get him in the fourth round. Tremendous value. I would take all three of those guys you just mentioned in the second, third or fourth round over a first round Justin Fields type all day long and of course over mac jones now where does Zach? where did zach will you like to zach because i like that okay yeah we, we like that okay so to re to reset back that so trevor lawrence qb1 first round okay you don't argue with that one that guy's about a 70 percent hit okay right. but he started 30 games junior went through a lot didn't come out early i still really like him okay uh, but he was at clemson high level of talent so i think we overvalue his stats too much uh, because he was surrounded by NFL talent. Uh, Zach Wilson, okay, really like him. Senior, started for three years, went through a couple of different offenses, uh, elevated the team, all right? So I like Wilson uh, a lot. Fields, we just talked about him. Don't like him. Mac Jones, didn't like him at all. Now, he was there a long time. And normally, I don't say this, but dude, Bill Belichick is a freak. I mean, this was, this was the number one scoring efficiency team in the NFL last year. I don't know how he does it, but I think Mac Jones just fell in the right spot and just has an amazing coach. Um, and I know I'm biased with this, uh, but I think anywhere else, he's probably not near as successful as he was than with New England. Trey Lance doesn't check any of the boxes. No, thank you. You know, I'd, I'd trade him for a bag of chips. Not even going to bother with that one. Um, and then, oh, the third guy. And I you didn't like, buy. You didn't buy Tua Tonga Just uh, he, he didn't play no, long, and and no. um, he didn't have to elevate the you know the the squad, no, the team. He didn't, the, didn't 
now of Alabama, hurt. He's also hurt. I hate drafting hurt guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the NFL. I mean, the, the 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 injury rate in the NFL is over three hundred percent that of the SEC, and the SEC gets hurt more than anybody per snap. Okay, so um, with Tua, elite program, yuck. Did he start a lot of games? No, yuck. You know, did he did he learn his craft at Alabama or did he leave early, left early? Yuck. There's nothing to like about it. There really isn't. You know, uh, I'll take I'll take Trask over Tua any day. Oh, dude, and Trask, dude, he, he, I, I had Washington was going to take him at the top of the third round. I had it, oh, dude, I had it sold. They were going to take him top of the third round, and then Tampa, for whatever damn reason, came in at the bottom of the second and grabbed him. I love him uh, as, a, as a starter this year for Tampa. We'll leave it there. Dave Bartu, powered by Buddy Hires on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Thanks, Wildman. Appreciate it. Anytime, brother. A little Hellraiser. Love him. At CFB Matrix on Twitter. I love that quarterback stuff. I do. And this time of year is just fantastic going into the late April draft in Las Vegas in which Blake and I will be there. show is brought to you by the Hilton Jackson on County Line Road and Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar. Two things. They're char-broiled oysters and their seafood gumbo. And the show is also brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. See you tomorrow.